Welcome to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz Podcast with Michelle B, a midlife mama of millennials, wife, South Florida realtor, marketer, lifestyle blogger, and fan of an oaky Chardonnay who loves a niche life. Each week, she'll be sharing her real-life marketing and branding tips from influencers in and out of real estate, bloggers, and social media stars. Buckle up for a side of sassy, a sprinkle of sparkly, and entertaining conversations with influencers who share their secrets to grow their businesses. Sit back and get comfy with your favorite drink. Let's start today's Sip Social Sell Sesh. Hey guys, hey, hey, hey guys. It's Michelle B and it is today's Sip Social Sesh on the Real Estate Influencer Buzz Podcast. And today I have the fabulous Marky Lemons. Now, do I say your last name or do I just say Lemon? What do you prefer? Uh, well, let me say this. It depends on if my husband is a, a year away. So if my husband's around, it is Marky Lemons Rao. Uh, other than that, most people just call me Marky Lemons, but uh, he gets highly offended when they don't mention the Rao. I got to look out to make sure he hasn't come home on break. <laughs> well, I can appreciate that because my husband, last name, I, people know me as Michelle B. But the Balasari has to come in there at some point. So I'm thrilled that you <laughs> are here today and uh, that I get to chat with you because uh, we were chatting a little earlier and you and I obviously have some mutual friends, but let me introduce the amazing Marky. She has over 25 years of marketing experience, a fifth generation entrepreneur, third generation restaurateur, which we can talk about, and first generation infopreneur, and has established herself as an award-winning social media speaker in a market where change is the only constant factor. Marky has used dynamic professional attitude, which she has great like vibe and attitude and vast experience to become one of the top speakers in the country, which I know that I don't even have to read that because I already know that. Um, but she is, you're from Chicago, right? From the Chicago area, correct? Yes. And born and raised. Born and raised and has tons of experience, lots of uh, earned media, press with the Chicago Tribune, Chicago Agent Magazine, Chicago Realtor Magazine, and has been included on the CBS News Chicago and HGTV. Marky was named the Illinois Real Estate Educator of the Year in 2010 and began her career in education in 1993, which makes total sense. And you work as a speaker and coach teaching social media, technology, and classes for the National Association of Realtors, Chase, Goldman Sachs, 10K Small Businesses, Rheology, and Chicago City Colleges. Welcome, Marky. Well, really is what an industry we're in right oh it's it's so exciting i just made a post to facebook this month july 31st which happens to be my 49th birthday i am actually celebrating my 20th year in the world of real estate oh my gosh congratulations that's huge really it, it, it's you know what 20 years in this industry when we see so many people come and go uh, it's pretty big, and I've played several roles in the world of real estate. I came in as a loan originator, then I became a broker, then I became a licensed real estate educator. So I've kind of seen both sides uh, of the industry, and regardless to whether it's being a broker or when I was a loan originator, I've always believed in education because a lot of people think that 
pre-licensed school teaches us how to sell real estate and it doesn't, you know, it gives us the license to really go learn. And so I always want to know what I'm talking about. Uh, and so I have acronym soup behind my name. If there's a class, I'm taking the class only because I'm a lifelong learner. I believe in what I preach and I want to be the best at it. So, you know, this goes along with my mindset of I'm going, I'm turned 57 this year. So I'm midlife mama. My daughters are millennials. <laughs> well, I, they keep me young. Thank goodness. And, um, they got me on Snapchat. I've mentioned it many times on my podcast, but that got me, they got me on Snapchat and it, it was a game changer. And, it, and I wasn't afraid to be on it because I was an early adopter of Facebook. But what I love is that I get to talk to someone like yourself we're in the same level, like I call it the, um, the fifth level, basically, um, you're almost there. And that to encourage uh, midlife mamas, women, men of all ages to not be afraid to try technology and look at these social media platforms that we have embraced and they've, they've done magnificent things for both of us and to not be afraid to just use it in their business use it in their side gig because it turns out lots of realtors have side gigs and um, to have someone like yourself who gets it, who's relatable uh, and uses it every day. And also as a realtor, not just someone telling you what to do, but how to implement it as a real estate agent in our businesses is huge. So I'm thrilled that uh, we're going to be able to talk a little bit about this today and you know, my podcast is the influencer buzz and you are an influencer in our industry and much appreciated by so many people. Um, tell me a little bit about, um, in regard to your speaking and educating, what is your favorite platform that you like to talk about in regard to social media? I'm going to have to say it's Facebook and it's not just because it's Facebook. It is because Facebook owns on Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp, uh, because Facebook is dominating uh, right now with stories, which is vertical video and photo content, but then also the value of Messenger. And so when I tell, you know, I tell people they always want, they believe that one size fits all. That's simply not the case. My son is 23 years old and he uses Facebook. Now he doesn't like, comment, or share on my post, but he is going to take screenshot. So he graduated from college recently. I posted this leopard blazer. I thought the blazer was cold. I'm gonna wear this blazer to graduation. And he takes a screenshot. He texted to me and he says, mom, this is not a graduation worthy blazer. Okay. So I know that he saw the post and even though he didn't engage in the way we would want them to engage, like comment or share, he did engage. My aunt is 87. Now, what will happen with her, she isn't going to like, comment, or share either. But when I get to church on Sunday, I'm going to hear about every single post I've made in chronological order. She didn't like, comment, or share. So Facebook, to me, is a, is it's needed by real estate professionals because it's tied to so many different platforms and the ability to do ads, custom audiences, lookalike audiences. We can just keep going down this long list of things. Uh, I'm not going to say that all of your clients are utilizing Facebook, but I promise you it's touching someone in some capacity, even from a referral standpoint. So Facebook. So it's interesting you should say that because I agree with you and I don't think there's a name for it. 
but maybe it's passive engagement for people that you know because you can put up one crazy post and you'll get a hundred likes and 30, 40, 50 comments. And so you know people are looking at your profile. So like my my puppy, my well, she's not a puppy anymore, um, had a stroke and she's fine. And uh, but I sh finally shared that she had 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 this happen, and it was like all these people were coming out of the woodwork, which tells me they're watching my stuff every day. So keep doing posts, keep sharing. Hey, I had this uh, transaction. Oh, I had a successful closing in a creative way um, because people are watching. They're just not. I think people are fatigued with commenting and liking. That's my personal opinion but they are watching and they're huh. like, oh, cool. Cause I do the same thing. I mean, I'll be like, oh, wow, that's cool. And in my head, I commented and liked. I'm gonna give you two examples. I had a post that I made where only five people liked the post, but what I told people to do was to inbox me. And it was about being able to be financed uh, under a 580 FICA score. Seven people actually inboxed me and asked for more information on that program or my husband, believes that Facebook is the work of the devil and he does not have a Facebook account. But this past Saturday, I had an event and he was at a golf outing. I agree with you and your husband must know my husband because my husband's not on Facebook, but we taught him a few years ago how to do voice texting. Cause he's a, you know, he's a boat captain and big hands, you know, and it's hard when you, you know, trying to text on these little phones. So we showed him how to do the voice audio texting. Oh, and now he's like, thinks he's all that and a bag of chips sending us stuff. And you know he and and his family's a big Italian family, so you know these group texts sometimes get out of control. And he's very funny, but in a very low key way. And all of a sudden he'll like swoop in on the text, and we're like, "Dang, look at that! Where, where did that come from?" <laughs> but you're right. And he asked me the other day. Good point. He goes, um, uh, "Did my reunion happen already? Do you need to go on Facebook and check that out?" And I'm like, "I think it's in July. I'll double check." Exactly, so, right? But you're right. And I think you brought up another good point, Marky, which is there are certain posts where people just don't feel comfortable sharing that they have a 580 or less score. I totally get that. It took me a long time to finally share that my house uh, had gone into foreclosure in 2011 after my husband did have a really nasty uh, accident. And he's fine. But you know, you don't always want to share that, but then I have found that, um, well, one, it was kind of enlightening for me to finally say, Hey, my house did, we worked it out. You can work these things out. Don't be quiet about it. Social media is a good place to 
ask questions and be anonymous, but um, I have found that that has um, helped me with some engagement, just to be honest about my story and what we went through during the housing market crash. So I agree with you 100%. And it, you take it off and it's crazy good. How do you, how do you like Instagram? Because I really love Instagram. I'm loving Instagram now. It took a very long time for me to get Instagram momentum. It's what I would call it. Yeah. And the momentum this year has been fabulous. Uh, once Facebook changed the, the algorithm feed, I would call it, of IGTV, and they allowed it to be previewed in the feed, I think I saw a shift in my numbers. And so I've definitely been more engaged. What I am encouraging realtors to do is to create one minute of video content every single day because there is a mathematical calculation that one minute of video content is worth 1.8 million words. And if they have a younger audience, I'm encouraging them that they should use stories Monday, Wednesday, Friday to create that video. And then on Tuesday, Thursdays, they should do horizontal landscape video. Because if you don't add content to stories, whether that's Instagram stories or Facebook stories, every 24 hours, you're not relevant in that feed. It's, it's nothing there for people to see about you. No. And so you, so, you know, I'm encouraging the video only because we understand the value of a video now uh, based on this mathematical calculation. And it's kind of like a picture's worth a thousand words, you know, so a video is actually worth 1.8 million words, but you got to have one minute of the content. And so I am loving Instagram right now. Uh, I, I would say I use it as much as I use Facebook. And so I'm, I'm splitting, well, I'm not splitting my time between the two, but they do take up the majority of my time because I also love LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn is very the interesting. the only person who loves LinkedIn. No, no, no. I actually know several <laughs> people that love LinkedIn. Uh, I actually really do like LinkedIn. I just, uh, I'm having momentum on Instagram. That seems to be out of all the platforms, Instagram is my jam. And so I have the Michelle B and I have Soboka. And so I am actually, I have two accounts and I cross pollinate them, but I do use Hootsuite, for example, to drop in things into LinkedIn that I think would be relevant. It's not that I don't think that my potential customer is there. I just don't enjoy it as much. And I'm a firm believer that if you're not enjoying a platform that you're on, move on to something else. Like, I want to learn how to build groups on Facebook, but I'm like, do I have the brain capacity to babysit a group? And that's where midlife mama, I've raised my kids. I don't know how much baby, I say babysitting, it's terrible, but that's what I kind of, I'm watching other admins. I'm like, it's exhausting watching you, but I know there's value big value in groups if you have, um, you know, online funnels, uh, courses, and um, even to lead generate. But I'm finding that my blog and YouTube and um, Instagram for sure, and Facebook are doing lead generation anyways. So I'm like, oh, LinkedIn, do I really want to? The people that are doing it are doing magnificent with it. I just don't think I'm one of those people. So I get that. You know what? Um, if I was to go back, um, to my util utilization of social media and technology, 
I used to be the queen of foreclosures and I became the queen of foreclosures because I actually lost real estate to foreclosure. So it made me an expert in experience and in firsthand myself. And I wrote a short sales, the result of foreclosures and then founded the accredited distressed property representative uh, designation. And I had to make a choice. I was doing too many things, foreclosure, short sales, pre-licensed instructors, social media and technology. And I read the book, The One Thing. And what it told me was be like a postage stamp, stick to one thing until you get there. So it's been maybe about seven years now that I've been solely dedicated to just the social media technology education side of the real estate business. So being uh, laser beam focused and niched inside of uh, inside of our industry. And as I tell realtors all the time, we have to know who our audience is and then embrace, you know, the tools that they desire. I'm not telling anybody to be on every last one because it is exhausting. It's overwhelming. But what I do with social media and technology is I leverage it for lead generation. And I 100% believe that every realtor needs to have one to two hours of lead generation on their uh, calendar. So from my social media and technology, I add roughly 4,800 new contacts to my customer relationship management system every single year Mm -hmm. because I'm adding a call to action. I'm utilizing land and pages. We are in the process of building a group over on Facebook only because we have all these different education units already built out and it gives us the ability to basically put them in chapters that they call uh, learning units, Units, social learning. Right, right. And so the ability to take all of this other curriculum and development and then have, I guess, a comprehensive storage place is what we're doing with our Facebook uh, group. And then I have built out uh, two YouTube channels, one for my podcast and then one that I just had for years. And my podcast basically feeds my weekly email and it also feeds my blog post. So I'm a big advocate of uh, repurposing content and that that content should originate from video because video is the only form of content that you can repurpose without recreating. So, and I've, and I have a class on it and I've been doing it for a couple of years now. And so uh, one of the best things that I did this year was to add a, a podcast. So we're mm-hmm. getting ready to drop our 25th episode. Awesome. Uh, pretty freaking elated about that. But to me, the podcasting changed people's views of me. Uh, You know, we do all this great video, but they view audio as more professional. Oh, isn't (laughs) that interesting? That, well, (laughs) that's so interesting. I didn't realize that. I know that I went to PodFest in Orlando and Pat Flynn was one of the keynote speakers. And he said, podcasting literally rocked his world in regard to things and opportunities that have come up from it. And I have to say, Um, One of the other reasons I'm going to Inman, which came way after the fact, was my podcast is an Inman Innovator finalist in the podcast category. Oh, congratulations. Where did that come from? (laughs) I'm like, okay. But I mean, I've been doing video and all this other stuff. So again, going back to what we were talking about earlier is you do need to try different things and see where they will lead you. But I, I absolutely 100% agree with what you're saying. I think the podcasting and Alexa flash briefings, like I do an Alexa flash briefing every day, and I'm starting to really see that it's resonating. Mine is more for realtors though. 
Um, I'm in South Florida, so referrals from other realtors are a big deal, or they're buying for themselves. And I just decided that the consumer wasn't my target audience for that sort of stuff, nor is my podcast per se, because there's enough out there. That's how I felt about it. And I was like, and again, going back to being what you're passionate about, I wasn't passionate about talking about inspections and deposits and all that kind of stuff. I'd been doing that for a long time anyways. So I was like, yeah, I want to have fun with this. Like I'm, I'm in this influencer world learning about marketing and collaborations. Let me talk to other people that, you know, kind of get that world and, and aren't solely just selling real estate because again, you get to a certain age where you're like, I don't know if this is what I want to keep doing. What's my plan B? And so there you go. I think social media opens the doors with that. Um, so Chicago, uh, I read, I read your bio and I also watched your uh, YouTube video with Chelsea Pites, which was really good by the way. Um, barbecue, barbecue, love barbecue. <laughs> yes. I was, uh, born and raised in the restaurant business. My family's been in business since 1952 here in Chicago. We have sold more pork rib tips than any other barbecue restaurant in the city of Chicago. And so my undergrad degree is in hospitality management and I have an MBA in marketing. The goal for all of that was that I would go back into the family business and I did. And I ended up in a bitter lawsuit with my father's sister. And that's really what led me to real estate. Uh, mm -hmm. At the time I was an unwedded mother and I wanted to make an above average income but feel like a stay at home mom and real estate afforded me that opportunity. I love that. I love that. And these are the things in our lives that put us in different directions. Uh, had my husband not had an accident, the housing market not happened, I wouldn't have made the decision to stop working exclusively with buyers in the most part and uh, niche down into working with probate, uh, seniors at downsize and divorce. Listings uh, became my focus because I didn't have the uh, energy uh, with what I was going through to go out on the weekends and at night, I needed to have some control over my time. So I, I totally get that by the way. Yeah. Um, so let me, let me ask you, um, I like to solve problems on my show. So what would you say would be a tip that you could give my guests that they could implement within 24 hours that would solve a problem for them? Hmm. Oh, God, that's so many tips. This is what I would say. Um, and I, this is an Instagram tip. Okay. We often talk uh, in the world of real estate. When you think about the MLS, we use all these fluffy buzzwords, right? Like magnificent, marvelous, out of sight, whatever the dynamite. <laughs> right? No one, no one searching for real estate searches that way. Okay, so 67% of all real estate related searches start with location. As a realtor, the first thing is that you do not want to have any private accounts. Secret agents don't get found. So these accounts need to be public. And the truth be told, people can take screenshots of your text messages, your email, any private groups you're in, and they will share that for you because they're not your real friends. So let's, let's, Get away with all the private, public. This is a business. You are providing a service to people and they need to be able to find you. But more importantly, when we are developing um, our bios, when we come up with usernames, we need to think about the client and how the client searches so that we can be found. 
on Instagram, my username is Marky Lemons, but my name, which is supposed to have my government name. Somebody said, well, what do you mean by government name? I said, what's on your ID and your passport? Yeah. So my, my name should be Marky D. Lemons Rao. However, on Instagram, my name is a uh, real estate keynote speaker. So that if anyone is doing a search on that platform, for real estate keynote or speaker, my profile comes up whether they know me or not. Uh, most times, if people don't spell your name correctly, they're not going to find you anyway. So you want to come up with what you want your name to be synonymous with. I want when people search for real estate keynote speaker, they find Marky Lemon Trial. So uh, my two tips, no private accounts, and then talk to people the way that they search and 67% of those real estate searches start with location. So you should always include the location you want to dominate. I love it. Um, another question for you, a lot of people out there getting into speaking, getting into training, what would you say would be um, something that you highly recommend someone who really wants to get into speaking that they do? Uh, that they join their local Toastmasters group, that they find a Toastmasters group to join, and that they start thinking about joining NSA, the National Speakers Association. Um, and they have a business plan for their speaking business. A lot of times people come to the speaking side of the business because they don't think that it sells. I will tell you the same way I, 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 I and I, let me say this, I have 225 agents across three states and 15 agents on my team. The same way I sell real estate, I have to sell my speaking services. I need to always know who my clients are. I need to put myself where they are and I need to talk about my products and services. And so they need to, just like for your real estate business, you need a business plan, you need a business plan for your speaking business and you need to update it annually. Uh, so Toastmasters, National Speakers Association, and in the world of real estate specifically, um, and I'm getting ready to tell you a tip. I haven't told anyone this. I've had the opportunity uh, to speak at the national convention several times and also at AEI, which is the Association Executive Institute, plus Inman. So the big conferences, I've done them all pretty much inside of our industry. I always want to understand what is the strategic plan of the organization. And I then write courses that solve the strategic plan. So um, we have to get out of what we think, you know, because we, it's a whole lot of, well, I do this because absolutely not. You do it because it solves the person's problem. So it's not about me. It is about the CEO or the director of education or the programming chair and the realtor members has nothing to do with my freaking personal opinion. And so I always want to know uh, strategically what do they need to solve and then I write a class to solve the problem. I love it. I think that's fantastic. So you reverse engineer and then you have solved a problem for them, which is realistically what you want um and don't states also have speaker associations could you join your uh state uh speakers there's national and i know i'm pretty sure florida has the florida speakers association too and toastmasters you know they're 
thousands of clubs across yeah. the country. Pretty much, you can go to any Toastmasters any day of the week. Uh, uh, look, and it starts one hour every single hour, right? Um, the National Speakers Association, they uh, contingent upon the size of the state, so I don't think there's one in every state, but Florida definitely would have a, a state chapter. Yeah. Illinois has one, New York, Texas. So your bigger states, um, they definitely have a state chapter for oh, cool. their local uh, National Speakers Association. And those are two of the organizations that's helped me the most. Uh, one other tidbit. I don't necessarily attend a lot of real estate education events because when it comes to the social media and technology, I want to go to the source. And so one of the things I'm thinking about attending now would be, I call it Manny, some people call it Manny, but Manny Manny Chat conference because I want to go and learn about bots firsthand. I don't want uh, someone inside of the real estate industry to break it down for me. I want to go get it firsthand. So you want to sometimes step outside of the industry and go to the source in order to receive firsthand education. Well, that's what I did with PodFest in mm -hmm. Orlando. So I, I agree with you and the social media marketing worlds and things like that, that are definitely outside of the industry. One, one of the things I want to do this year is go to a blogger conference, exclusively like blogging, not real estate related at all, because I just want to make those connections. I want to understand analytics better. I want to understand SEO better. And I, it's not for real estate, so, but I can implement it, but I don't want to go to a, a real estate conference for that. So I, I'm with you. Um, Influencers that you like and follow, who do you like to, um, like your go-to, like you see it pop up and you're like, oh, I got to see what that person posted. So I break them down in two categories. There's the, you know, the social media technology world, and then there are people inside of the real estate world that are applying all of this great content. Yeah. So outside of real estate, social media examiner and socially sorted because they're very visual and they give you step-by-step. Step. So I love both of those platforms. Okay. Inside of the world of real estate, who people who are taking these things and applying it, uh, Katie Lance, uh, yep. love her, uh, Dustin Brome. And, and let me say this, I've interviewed most of these people. Um, Chelsea Pites, um, uh, Annette Anthony. And so what I see them doing is they're, they're listening, right, to pretty much some of the same people I'm listening to. But it's amazing how we can all hear the same message, but come up with a different spinning utilization of that tool or concept inside yeah. of the world of real estate. So they often, what uh, I've come to realize, real estate, especially when it comes to social media and technology, it's not black or white, right? It's all these shades of gray. These are the people who are showing me these shades of gray, uh, what the possibilities are for some of these different tools. And so uh, Katie Lance, I've known her for years. What's kind of funny, uh, I can go back and she and I were on water cooler with uh, Chris Smith. It, it like four or five years ago, we were using a tube called blab.in. I remember and that. So when you've had had 20 yeah when you've had 20 years in real estate some of these relationships you know are clearly one to two decades old and so um you're not alone there are other people doing it and uh you want to build camaraderie because there's enough space in this industry for everyone um but those are the people who i'm always looking at their content what they're applying, what I need to tweak, what I could do better. There are some people who are emerging in the space, like Frankie Joe, love him. He's a freaking branding genius. Um, and so uh, the way I look at it, 
is that I have mentors and they've reached back for me. So now I have to have my hand extended, right, to, to the next mentor, the next person who's helping me, right? But I had to have one arm reaching back to pull somebody along because there's so many opportunities. We serve 1.4 million, well, close to 1.4 million realtor members globally. And that's not even everybody who has a real estate license. Yeah, I agree with you. And I just had Dustin on my podcast last week and Chelsea's been on and love Katie. Katie and I are going to try and work something out when we're both at Inman. Our schedules have just have not aligned, but we will. I love her. I got to meet her at R4 in February. So that was lovely. And uh, you're right. There's plenty of room to um, have these conversations and everyone has a different perspective and take. And it's like, you can have someone look at a photograph of say pictures of a home and one person's like, Oh wow. I thought, I thought this room was bigger. And then you can have somebody else say, Oh my gosh, I love this. And the reason I came to you is because the room looks humongous, you know, and I'm like, Oh good. But so let me ask you this for fun, no business. Who do you like to follow? Who's, who's your, who's your, um, your, your go-to like fun influencer that you would like, you like. I would say this only because we just had him here this, this weekend and I don't think it's necessarily fun, uh, but some of the stuff he says, you gotta sit back and laugh. Um, it's gonna be Dr. E.T. Eric Thomas. Uh, the number one motivational speaker uh, right now outside of Tony uh, Robbins in the country. We just had him here this past weekend. I'm very much business. Uh, I'm a dancer uh, and I'm a full figured model. So for wow. fun for me, I'm dancing and I'm modeling. That, that's pretty, pretty much it. But it's very much business. Um, it's hard for me to turn it off. And so yeah. for me, it's self-improvement. Um, I'm a big cook. And and so we cook a lot around here. So, you know, we'll watch those YouTube videos yeah. on how to use our new trigger grill. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to eat. I don't really watch anyone per se for fun. Okay. Uh, I do get my laughs off of, let me know the way I, two people make me laugh. Is it the, uh, the broke agent? Or oh, is yeah. it broker agent? Broke agent, that the guy. Agent, and the then the lighter agent. side of real estate. Um, the lighter side of real estate, but here's where I have to be careful. Um, be, as an instructor, I have to always adhere to license law and the Realtor Code of Ethics. A lot of their posts are not in compliance with license law and the Realtor really? Code of Ethics. So even <laughs> though I, yeah, so even though I laugh my butt off, right, I can never like, comment, or share their content because it means then that I'm violating the code of ethics or license law. Let's so, just call it so what it just, is. It's inappropriate. So that's my secret. That is, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's inappropriate, right? Uh, and, and let me say this. There are a lot of uh, private Facebook groups. Uh, we will not mention any names that realtors are members of that are violation. They're, they're like violation nightmares. And um, I've noticed that uh, we have a habit after 6 p.m. And I'm, I, th 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 this is a caution to realtors. Do not drink and use social media and technology. Step drink and away text. from the device. Don't try no. drink and text. Um, a firm rule I've had for years. Oh, the stuff that comes out of our heads onto the <laughs> internet after we've had a cocktail is utterly freaking ridiculous. So uh, you want to, you know, now you know that those three things, some of these private Facebook groups, uh, <laughs> um, lighter side of real estate and what agent was it was a broker broker 
Broke agent. Broke, broke agent. agent. Yeah, they're pretty broke funny. Agent. But those three, those are, that's all the entertainment anyone needs. Well, here's the other entertainment. And this is what I say all the time in these groups. And I grew up with my girls with social media, basically. And I've said to them, don't text stuff. People will screenshot. Oh, you're, you're at a mixer at college. Take that picture down with that damn beer in your hand. You never know when you're going to go to be employed or have an interview. But like, I've always been like crazy about that shit. Like, I'm like, no, you need to like not have that up or not post that. So here's my favorite. My clients on a listing I have turned down. I'm like, oh my God, did they just expose their client and the privacy and details of contracts? You see that all the time, Marky, all the time. I know. I have an example uh, where the gentleman posted four pages of a full executed contract of a property that uh, $7 million, bada boom, bada bang. I've used it in my class for years. And he actually attached four photos of an executed sales contract. <laughs> yeah. People think yeah. people aren't gonna see that and screenshot it. I'd be mortified if I was a seller or a buyer and I found that oh, out. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Well, here's the thing, right? <laughs> You have violated your fiduciary responsibilities, uh, and we owe confidentiality. And I mean, it's just so many things, right? It's, License. It's talk, a domino effect of bluff. <laughs> yeah. So that's right. uh, that's what I do for uh, for fun. Now, other than that, um, I'm always looking at short haircuts. <laughs> I just have, uh, I have vein disease, so I've been researching, yeah, sclerotherapy and ablation, you know, so I'm using social media and technology to essentially research any and every aspect of life and things that I want to do yeah. or better yet shouldn't do. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's all social media and technology. <laughs> I love it. No, but you're so, I get a lot of humor out of that other stuff, but then I feel kind of bad and guilty. I'm like, oh, geez. And then I want to sidebar and say, what? Take that down. <laughs> Please just take it down. All right. So last but not least, um, I have, I always have a couple of fun questions. And since you, you know, come from a food background, um, by the way, my husband's family, big cooks, barbecue, love it. Uh, pork butts, big time. Uh, we got an electric smoker in the backyard. Finally, hauled out the old smoker that was falling apart. I kept a piece of it and put it in a frame for my husband. I'm like, here you go, get that thing on the curb because it's falling apart. Um, just did a blog post on barbecue because May was National Barbecue Month. Um, yes, so I, I do ask all of my um, guests if you could break bread with anyone could be more than one person dead or alive who would that be and it could be multiple people it can be somewhere in your home you could be making a meal or you could be going to one of your favorite restaurants in the world you know what this has not probably changed in quite some time because i know we would eat well i would smile and she would sing to me uh it would be patty Le Bell. Uh, and so Perfect. I have, I just love that woman. And I think that we would just have a awesome afternoon and that she would cook good for me and she would make me laugh and we would dance through the house and flutter our arms like this. This is all I can I imagine me and Patty LaBelle. So um, her, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe she, I could wear some of her wigs. And so when I think of just having a great fun afternoon, uh, it would be her. Now, if I had, uh, if I just, if you know, if we could bring people back 
life, I had so many additional questions I wanted to ask my mother. And my mother passed away from a brain aneurysm, so it was quite sudden. And my youngest son, my youngest, my oldest son asked me one time, do you miss honey? And I said, yes. I said, but he was like, you don't want her back? I was like, I do want her back. I said, but all of the motives are selfish. She made it clear to me that she had lived a phenomenal life and that if anything was to happen to her, let her go. And so uh, I have, I, I still need some questions answered <laughs> So I will bring up, but right on back up in here to get all my questions answered. But for just fun, partying, I'm going to bring my girl Patty through. Uh, well, listen, I want to, first of all, challenge you to make make that happen. That's ah. number one. Ah. Number two. Okay, me and Patty for lunch. When you do that, I want to hear all about it because I love her too. And I've always loved her. I think she's just amazing and fantastic and talented and cool. And she likes to cook, right? she does like to cook i think i've seen her she cooking. does she has cookbooks and so i thought do you do you remember when the guy made the patty labelle sweet potato pie sell out at walmart's like it's a singer he's famous now because <laughs> he did a, a basically a video clip about patty's pies and them pies sold out they couldn't even keep them in the store anymore because he talked about i'm just patty pie baby <laughs> and he could sing like patty labelle uh, and so, yeah, she, she can cook. She has a line of pies, I think, in Walmart or Myers, And uh, she has yeah. some Well, I'm yeah. Canadian girl. I never <laughs> knew what sweet potato pie was until I moved to South Florida when I was 15. And uh, ah. I always said, I think I'm a Southern girl deep down inside because I, I like, like, like I said, give me some ribs. Give me my cornbread. I got fried chicken last night from a little place here. I put it on, it's going to go on my Instagram called Fran's Chicken. It's the only um, little uh, storefront in Boca that's allowed to have neon a sign because it's been here so long. They were grandfathered in years ago. So good. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we like that kind of food. I mean, we just, you know, and I finally told my husband, I'm like, I've got to start doing something. So I've been doing keto. Um, the Inman thing kind of motivated me to do the keto thing because I'm like, okay, but it turns out I can eat like fatty stuff with my proteins. I'm like, okay, this is great. This is exactly how I want to eat. So I'm with you on that one completely. But I so appreciate your time today, Marky. I hope we meet soon in person. And I think we have a lot in common. And um, I really enjoyed the fact that you you did come on my show today. This is This is really a big deal and an honor for me. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am going to meet you very soon in Vegas. Yes. I will keep your fingers crossed for that podcast, uh, and I will share your information. Uh, and I'm just elated to connect with like-minded people who believe in technology. And I think that we represent the group of people they don't believe utilizes technology. Yeah. But there is life after 40, honey. Oh, and yeah. we look, we can afford the best devices and so we just need to use them that's all <laughs> i exactly and where can everybody find you what's your website what's the best way for people to uh meet so i have two websites markylemons.com m-a-r-k-i-l-e-m-o-n-s and then the social selling made simple podcast.com that is a mouthful okay. so social selling made simple podcast.com uh look forward to seeing you guys online Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz. I'm your host, Michelle Balasari, and you may not know, but my podcast was an Inman Innovator finalist 
out in Las Vegas in 2019. So I'm so happy that you are here. I try to have lively, informative, and motivational guests every month on my podcast. If you'd like to subscribe, we would love it. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, all of the fine podcast platforms out there. If you'd like to connect with me, please follow me on Instagram at the Michelle B. And I always have some sort of freebie, by the way, that you can grab when you click the link in that bio. Also, I have a website and it's called sipsocialcell.com where I blog posts and information on classes and webinars that I'm also going to be teaching. So I look forward to having you join me every week for a SIP Social Cell Sesh on the Real Estate Influencer Buzz podcast. Have a fabulous day.